Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. A former Concord High School teacher is facing numerous charges of child pornography, child solicitation, and battery. Police this week released a document with more details about the accusations against Andrew Cowles. Cowles was initially placed on leave back in early May for making inappropriate and sexual comments to his class. He was officially fired by the school board on Monday, and the allegations against him are disturbing. Court documents say that on the morning of May 5th, Cowles began talking about sexual things to his class and asked a student to touch him in the groin area. He also allegedly asked a student to grind on him and watched two female students grind on each other while he clapped for them. Later that day, court documents allege that Cowles went into the boys' bathroom and pulled his pants down and then instructed a student to use the bathroom next to him. He also allegedly grabbed a student's rear end and peeked his head over the bathroom stalls to watch students pee. Students also told police that he had sent a text message to a female student saying he was aroused because she was attracted to other girls. As part of the investigation process, Mr. Cowles' cellular phone was searched and these photos was searched and discovered to contain photographs that are considered child pornography. Court documents say the pictures were of male teenagers having sex with men and other nude pictures of teenage boys. The district says none of them are Concord students or even from the area. We went to Cowell's home, but nobody answered the door. The district superintendent got choked up when talking about the allegations this afternoon. As a Concord parent myself, this is personal. The well-being of our students is our most important responsibility. The superintendent did not take any questions from the press. However, the missing piece to this puzzle is that three other teachers were also placed on leave and had their phones taken and searched by law enforcement about a week after Cowles was originally placed on leave. The school district says that they remain on administrative leave at that time, but did not say anything else about them. At a last check, Cowles has not been booked into the Elkhart County Jail. WSBT 22's Max Lewis reporting. In a time where many companies are struggling to find workers, Eagle Technology Group in Bridgman is working to find people through an apprenticeship program. Owner Mike Ozeal says if he wanted his company to continue growing and succeeding, he would have to build from within. So they revamped their apprenticeship program in just in time. Making sure everything is tightened up, Noel Wilcox feels comfortable in his role. That wasn't the case four years ago. Back then I really didn't know hardly anything about these machines or this Really, this, this field even existed. Looking to find his career, his path led him to Lake Michigan College and Ken Flowers. Flowers runs pre-apprenticeship programs for more than 45 different companies. An individual learns how to work, go to school, time management, project management. So it's really an invaluable uh, start to you know, help building a long-term career. A five-week-long program, they get to jump right in. That work time during the day is not only exactly what they're learning at night, but it gives us a, a gauge of where we can help them more uh, and so that everyone is equipped by the time they complete the program. Flowers says that five weeks is a launch pad for not only the workers, but for Eagle. But I was an apprentice 
And if you look at most leaders in this company, mo a lot of them were apprentices to start. An apprenticeship graduate, Wilcox says the company's investment in him means a lot. Show them that, hey, you know, you, you pretty much gave me this opportunity and I'm not going to let you guys down. You know, that, that's why they do this. They want to find guys, you know, future leaders. He's passing that investment along to the new class of 37 apprentices, including Joy Bedell. The hands-on training every day is is where it's at. Like, that's how I learned. They took a chance on me right from the beginning, and I know that, and yeah, I have loyalty to this company. That loyalty paying off at a time when companies are searching for those workers. So this is our lifeblood. We, we are investing heavily in the future, um, and this is a way for us to ensure that that's a solid future. Flowers says his pre-apprentice program that he runs has a 90% retention rate. WSBT 22's DJ Manu reporting. Investigators are still trying to figure out why five people were shot, one killed at Heritage Square last Sunday morning. The St. Joseph County Homicide Team tells us that the evidence shows that multiple weapons were used in this mass shooting. Heritage Square was mostly back to normal today, but still a lot of people wondering what went wrong. It was business as usual today outside popular breakfast spot Uptown Kitchen. The restaurant had plenty of diners today after having none yesterday. We took a bullet through our patio door. When our patio door shattered, uh, the police recovered the bullet from inside our wall. Owner Jonathan Lutz found the crime scene on his way to work. It was supposed to be one of their busiest days of the year with over 400 reservations. And we took another bullet through our office window with shattered glass all over our office and desk and computer. And of course, we were forced to shut down and call everybody and say we couldn't serve them. Investigators say the party was a Juneteenth summer bash. It was advertised on social media. Around 4 a.m., the party spilled onto the sidewalk and parking lot, and witnesses tell us they heard over 50 shots. It was just people yelling, running, and shots, a lot of shots. Desiree, who went to the party and only wanted us to use her first name, said she saw no security at the venue. She never expected anything like that to happen. Wherever they're shooting, um, which is everywhere, the mall, the movies, Granger. So you just have to be prepared wherever you are, I guess. Back across the way at Uptown Kitchen, Lutz says insurance will take care of the damage, but he hopes nothing like this happens again. Been here for 14 years, never have I felt unsafe in any way, uh, and there's never been an incident, anything remotely like this before, and I doubt that there will be again. Investigators are reviewing surveillance video and looking for witnesses who might have seen anything. We did attempt to reach out to Mishawaka Police and the property management group, and neither returned our messages. WSPT 22's Max Lewis reporting. St. Joseph County is going to be deciding soon how to spend roughly $52 million in federal money. It's coming from the American Rescue Plan that was passed back in March. A look now at how county leaders plan to divvy it up. The county got its first $26 million payment last month and is going to get another one next year. But the money can only be used for certain things, and deciding where it'll go is the next task. Leaders from across St. Joseph County government met this morning to discuss the money and how it will be divided. We've gotten some funds that we can spend, so we're getting a lot of requests, not just from county departments, but also from kind of members of the community, not-for-profit organizations. While the interest has been intense, what the money can be spent on is fairly limited. Rescue plan money can only be used for the county's lost income, costs associated with responding to the pandemic, or investing in water, sewer, or broadband infrastructure. The federal government really wants these projects to be highly focused 
on affected, most affected and hardest hit communities. Revenue loss is going to be the first priority. The county lost $9.6 million in revenue in 2020. Part of that was roughly $2 million loss in gas tax because fewer people were on the roads. We have about another $5 million that we, had, that we were spending on COVID-related activity. So kind of that first $14, $15 million is spoken for, if you will. So then our, what we're looking for is how do we spend the rest of those funds. The county's departments will be able to submit proposals for how to spend the money, which will go through a working group made up of various leaders, including Commissioner Andy Castelny. I think this is a chance that we can be transformational in some of the projects that we look at. You know, if we have an area that we know is very underserved from a broadband standpoint, I think this is the chance that we have to kind of build our community up and to put more assets at their disposal. So that's kind of one of the, at least one of the first things that I'll be looking at. That working group will then pass along projects for final approval from the county council. While they are dividing up the money now, it doesn't actually have to be spent until the end of 2024, which will allow them to use it on more long-term projects. The county doesn't know how much its revenue losses are going to be this year, but next year's $26 million payment will be used to cover however much it is. WSBT 22's Max Lewis reporting. More than a dozen businesses in and around downtown South Bend will each be getting up to $20,000 from the city for renovations. 14 businesses in and around downtown will each be getting up to $20,000. The renovations were put off last year because of the pandemic, but now these businesses are ready for their close-up. I think anytime we can make any improvements to downtown South Bend is good. It's now that summer is underway, businesses in downtown South Bend are planning major improvements. It's definitely going to draw people to the area. With Howard Park being redone, we have, have seen an increase in foot traffic, so I think this will bring even more people down. Anything that you can do to improve your business is always a good thing. It's just going to make people feel more comfortable and want to come down and check it out. Each business will be using the money for different things. Some will use it for heating equipment outdoors. Some will use it for lighting and new windows. And at the General Deli and Cafe, a facelift is coming to the storefront. We have always had plans to redo the storefront on the general side. We did the hammer and quill side two years ago and also participated in a facade grant at that time. So it was always in our plans to do it, but because of COVID, uh, got pushed back a year. But having uh, the approval uh, and the monies available for the uh, new storefront awning, heaters, and restoration to the terracotta tile and brick on the facade is a welcomed, uh, welcome event for us. These businesses say the money comes at a perfect time. These renovation plans are happening during their busiest season, making the timing immaculate. Well, I think it just points to our outlook of uh, forward thinking for the future. If you have an opportunity to restore your storefront, uh, then you have to take full advantage of it. Now, the city of South Bend is giving $236,000. City leaders say it's a worthwhile investment for the future. WSBT 22's Leo Goldman reporting. The storms that came through last weekend, combined with this weekend's rains, brought significant relief for farmers, continuing a great start to the growing season. Some say it's actually the best start that farmers have seen in the last five years, and this field of seed corn only gained the boost from that recent rain. It's been dry, which most would think that's bad. But like in football, coming out hot has been a good thing, allowing farmers to get the crops in early. We've got a pretty good stand, great color. So in years past, um, we're losing nitrogen due to saturated soils. And this year, really, things have lined up about as good as we could ask. Mark Eads says this is putting farmers in a great position. 
possibly the best corn crop I've ever seen grown here. And the recent rain continued to move the chains. The rains came right at the right time. They really did. The crops were starting to just uh, show signs of suffering during some of the hot weather that we had last week starting to see some leaves starting to uh, to curl. However, he knows certain farms got a little too much. There are areas where certain cells went over and really brought high winds, damaging winds, and, and really high amounts of rain. It's a game in which James Troyer knows Mother Nature makes the rules. Really, she's the boss. You just kind of work within the parameters of what you're given. After years of battling with not enough or too much rain, sitting at halftime, he's optimistic. It's pretty good, but like I said, that can change in a heartbeat. So you kind of get up in the morning, yep, today's gonna be a good day, and hope tomorrow is too. This fast start means these crops should lead to a productive year for farmers. Gentlemen, this is the year. If you look out the next couple of years, um, this is going to be the year maybe to chase some of these high commodity prices, swing for the fences. Eat says the biggest thing that farmers should do now is to make sure they stay with their irrigation methods and take care of the weeds, which after that rain will be thriving too. WSBT 22's DJ Manu reporting. A new school program aims to improve mental health among students through acts of kindness. School City of Mishawaka kicked off the One Campaign last week. And this is only the beginning for the mental health and awareness campaign aimed at students and their families. We are talking about the One Project, which is School City of Mishawaka's new mental health awareness project. Um, we really wanted to focus on how one person can make a difference to anybody else. I would say that this was work we were pretty deeply engaged in prior to the pandemic. Society is becoming much more aware of mental health, and School City of Mishawaka is taking that awareness to its students. There's always been such a huge stigma associated with it. We've seen through COVID that uh, it's, it's coming out into the light more, and we really want to help it. We want to help make the light shine on it. The Mishawaka community has been voicing more concern about mental health awareness since the pandemic, and School City of Mishawaka is listening. So we thought now would be a really good time for us to also take part in sharing that message. School leaders hope one is the magic number to make a difference. While mental health and mental wellness in general is, is a large undertaking, that the solutions could be those smaller steps, those smaller acts. You know, it could be one person, it could be one thing, one smile, so on and so forth. And so that's really where the idea of one came from. Pickle says that while students and staff are away for the summer, the One Project will continue attending to students' and families' needs. Knowing that any positive impact we can make in the family's lives has a direct correlation to the wellness of the child who's showing up that we want to teach and to have successfully learn. The next phase of this mental wellness campaign kicks off in October. That event will have a Notre Dame doctor speaking on what trauma and ways to identify its impact on the brain. WSBT 22's Taylor Gatoni reporting. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 